You can call me the vaccine slut. Take that needle and stick it in my butt. Put the health juice in the eye. Cause I like not to die. B-A-C-C-I-N-E. Come get immunized with me. Get vaccinated, y'all. Hello and good evening. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. We're the folks who can't find the method of the madness. Reason and the reasonable. It makes sense out of nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. Episode 51, special area 51 episode. You know where all the exciting alien stuff happens in America? The, the hotbed of conspiracies. If you thought the last if you thought the last alien episode was exciting, just wait. We all changed our minds. It's all very exciting. You won't believe who's involved. It's the Canadian Defense Organizations. It's the the. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll get to it in just a second. Um, Aaron, well, how, CIA, how, yeah, how y'all doing this evening? <laughs> I'm doing great. Now, they work in, they, wait, wait, wait. The CIA only works uh, abroad. What are you talking about? Sorry. Um, how are y'all doing this evening? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that song and that intro? I just got sensory <laughs> overload. That song was. Def- deranged did that just uh was that like parody was that just like they, they were being sarcastic right i think that no absolutely not no she is the vaccine slut <laughs> yeah, you can dude find... have i been so jesus pilled in the last like year like jesus and conspiracy pilled <laughs> that now like the world has gotten more deranged and i haven't realized it like aaron i'm pretty sure even the coomers like found that very distasteful <laughs> she that woman should not have been in a crop top. <laughs> I can tell you that much. I can't help. Oh, I think. didn't even actually get to see the video. I wasn't watching the screen. Uh, oh, oh you were missing out. The audio. Oh, you, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, Wait, uh, we play okay, hold on. <laughs> Let's play it one more time, then we'll read in the number. Uh, I, have to, <laughs> no, I have to watch this because I didn't get to actually see it. Oh, are you serious? Okay, just give me one second here. Um, the needle and stick it in my butt. Put the health juice in the eye. Cause I like not to die. B A C C I N E. Come get immunized with me. How, how do you feel about it now, Aaron? Damn. I mean, she didn't look as horrible as you guys were making a claim, but she definitely doesn't look great. Well, like, the- she's a she's a five. Like she's a Yeah. She's a five. She's the most average chick i've ever seen in my life but what, what's the she SMD, has deranged what's, the SMD count? what's it th- what's your guess there on what well, well, sdd count well, might get into that well, later okay uh, okay well no, let's go with something easier does she or does she not have an only fans account what do you guys think oh definitely yeah it's not popular though no, she, uh, she probably like, launched. She probably is too. She launched one. It failed. She relaunched it under a new name and uh, <laughs> to, <laughs> to, like to attack the algorithm a little bit uh, better. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so the thing, though, that I, the thing I noticed though is that both of these, the, the last two videos we played, they have these deranged like ten year old girl, pony, like pigtails. Yeah. Well, What's that with is the strange. double ponytail shit. It makes you look like you're seven, and you look insane because they're not seven. Does the vaccine make you a pedophile? Her TikTok profile is at Trashling. Trashling. <laughs> Trashling. Like Trashling. Oh, oh, excuse yeah. me. Okay. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> the trash lady is trying to get us vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's getting even dumber out there. So anyways, if you'd like to call about it, 
Uh, call <laughs> the voicemail line at one 866 911 That's 1-833-666-0911. Yeah, these, uh, these fucking vaccine songs are insane, though. Um, so, guys, <laughs> I, have a, I have a fun topic for, for you today for our uh, special uh, 51st episode. Go on. I'm going to start it off with a question for you, Josh. Yeah, yeah. What is AIDS? Uh, you know, it's that immunodeficiency disease you get when you're uh, post-HIV positive or when you have the, uh, what is HIV human immunodeficiency well, virus? Is that Just, what it's called? Did, what does the it acronym can, stand for? Uh, is it the autoimmune deficiency syndrome? Oh, God, I'm blanking. It's, it's not exactly that. that was, it's close. close. You got the last three. Acquired immunity. Acquired, thank you. I, I knew it wasn't auto, but uh, yeah, that, okay. Do you know what the medical causes of AIDS, like actual studies, do you know what causes AIDS? Uh, yeah, I was, I was uh, skimming Wikipedia before we started, and um, it, it's uh, some, uh, it, it's it's a below a certain level of like immune T-cell count for a, a certain type of, um, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. T-cell, I think. I think it's, so it's, it's something like that. AIDS is actually... A set of symptoms. Once you have that set of symptoms, yeah, you you are considered to have AIDS. You AIDS have itself isn't like a like. There we go. Yeah, AIDS itself is not a virus. It's not its own disease. It's there's, it's a, there's a test to, that you take that if you have AIDS in your system, you you're AIDS, you have AIDS, right? No, it's a, you have if you have HIV. Uh, yeah, that's that's a virus that like specifically targets this uh, you know immune function. A lot of people think that you can catch AIDS. AIDS is like literally a descriptor for the symptoms that you're showing. Okay. So if your immune system's destroyed, basically, you have AIDS. But lots of things can cause that. Do you know some of the causes, Josh? You already said HIV. I'm only familiar with HIV. I um I didn't realize there were other are there other causes for AIDS, like officially? Uh yes. Yes, because uh, AIDS is just a destroyed. You think the only thing that destroys your immune system is HIV? Well, uh, the targets this like specific immune function or like type of T cell or whatever it is. Um, sure, I mean I I've never heard of AIDS referred to without the context of HIV. So, oh okay. So interestingly enough, you mentioned the only thing that uh, medicine has never claimed causes AIDS. You know that HIV? What there is no. Oh yeah, they have they have never made a medical claim that HIV causes AIDS ever. What, what uh, do you mean? Because they've... the only guy that ever did, Rob Gallo, uh, immediately was sued for fraud and had to rescind his statement and say that HIV probably causes AIDS. That's the most definitive claim of HIV causing AIDS from a medical standpoint ever made. That wasn't met with a lawsuit. Wikipedia, which is uh, approximately one step up from WebMD, under the virology section <laughs> for HIV/AIDS page, it starts out: <clears throat> HIV is the cause of the spectrum of the of disease known as HIV/AIDS. Oh, uh, that, see, that seems pretty definitive. Oh, lots of lots of media has, but in medical journals and in stu- like as far as medical testing and le- and studies, they've never claimed. The media has claimed many, many, many times that HIV is the cause of AIDS. But it's never been claimed in a medical study. So, does it, what, 
if HIV uh, hypothetically does not cause AIDS, does it still cause some other, um, you know, say a comparable uh, disease or get to that? I will get to that later from the mouth of the guy who discovered HIV. I will get okay. To okay. Now I'll tell you what actually causes AIDS, which has been a, a by the way, AIDS has been a term used since like the 1900, like early 1900s. Possibly earlier. So immune deficiency well, uh, syndromes have been already classified for way before uh, Freddie Mercury did a shitty concert that then was turned into an even shittier movie about. Yeah, it's a pretty garbage so, movie. It's a really bad movie. But anyways, so here's the cause of AIDS. It is bacterial infections, viral infections, cancer, starvation and malnutrition, and extended drug abuse. Those are what always were known to cause immune deficiency in one's body. Acquired immune yeah, deficiency. That's pretty 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 standard for immune deficiency, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like cancer stops your cell it like destroys your cells and your body stops fighting off disease and you get sick and you die. You know, yeah. Things like that uh bacterial infections, you know, a drug addicts, you see a meth head that you you kind of see how they've acquired a, you know, uh, immune deficiency syndrome. They've definitely acquired that when they're they look uh, like they're a skeleton. So you've all seen AIDS. That's AIDS. Um, so uh, so when, when does the modern AIDS come into play? Like the, the HIV AIDS, rather. When does uh when is that discovered, or when does that come into play? Is that the I, I don't even hazard a guess. Sixties, eighty seven. I want to say it is eighty seven. Really. 87 is when, with the HIV, that's when the, uh, I don't remember the lady's position exactly, but she worked for the U.S. Department of Health. I can't remember if she's the head or, like, one of their spokespeople. They got on a conference in 87. They had it, they held a press conference that they said, we have found the probable cause of AIDS, and it is the virus, the HIV virus. Yeah, no, that that was, so I I have, I, I did find it in front of me, uh. WHO first proposed a definition for AIDS in 1986 involving uh, HIV infection. Okay, so they proposed it and then they did a press yeah, conference. Yeah, yeah, so in 87. Okay, wow. That's, um... So... Okay. Late. That is when... And that was made by a... Yeah, it was a guy called named Robert Gallo. He, uh, his first uh, attempted claim was that he tried to claim that cancer was caused by a retrovirus. Uh, he couldn't prove it was sued for fraud and then had to rescind that claim. So then later he had a sample of a virus from France that he was studying. He uh, tried to claim that he is the one that discovered it. That's who he then went on in that press conference in 87 with the lady from the Department of Health. And they claimed that they found the cause from the mouth of a guy who was already proven to be fraudulent. Uh, they found that HIV, it was HTVL3 was the exact variant, I guess, of HIV. Um, and he said that that caused AIDS. And um, that's where that comes from. Then he was sued by the French laboratory that discovered it. And then the guy <laughs> who was given credit for discovering HIV, Luc Montagnier, or I don't know how to pronounce it, but... He won the Nobel Peace Prize for discovering HIV. Wait, the Peace Prize? Not um, like some prize in medicine or something? Yeah, Peace Prize. You know, 
Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, I get what I'm being slow. Go on. So he's the one that gets credited for it, not really Gallo. But um, what happened was they pat they had just patented uh, the test for HIV, and uh, the U.S. Department of Health was making like a hundred million a year uh, in on the patent. So what happened when France sued Gallo? It was such a bad look that they came to an agreement with France that they'd share the discovery, and France would get some of the profits from the. Uh, the test for HIV that they were uh, they had just patented and just started rolling out because they caused such a media scare with AIDS and HIV that everyone was going to get tested. Uh, do you know what that test was called? Was this our good friend the 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 standard the gold standard in uh, viral testing the PCR test? It absolutely was the PCR test. The oh, cool. same exact liable. test, Boy, exact same test that they use for. Uh, COVID. So, I want to backtrack just a little bit. I want to listen to a clip of uh, this guy. I don't actually know who he is, so take that with a grain of salt, but he's just so... Everything he says is so fucking awesome that I just had to play this guy because he's a man. <laughs> there's, a, there's some credentials right there. <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try to find out who he is. It's the only guy I don't actually know who he is that I play clips from. But, uh, yeah, go ahead and play the first clip, Bob. That we have known what causes acquired immune deficiency diseases for at least 70 years. It's in the medical textbooks. It's there for you to read. Number one cause on the face of this earth is malnutrition and starvation. That's Africa. Look to the headlines of the October 3rd issue of the London Times, Sunday Times, last year. And the inside headlines that screamed across two pages, the plague that never was. Speak to Philip and Evelyn Krynan, who head partage with an organization of 250 people, their own hospital, their own doctors, their own laboratories, who have lived in the heart of the epidemic, supposedly, or the supposed epidemic, for five years. There is no epidemic. It doesn't exist. They are there. They're not some character who goes through from the World Health Organization and says, oh, I've seen the people dying. Of course you have. We all saw them on television in Somalia. What do you think you were looking at? That was AIDS. Due to starvation. Due to malnutrition. Okay. So, this literally is what causes AIDS. Is That's the number one leading cause, is starvation and malnutrition. Your body shuts I mean, down because you're starving to death. So, what is yeah. interesting, that this yeah. classification of AIDS is not... Like, everyone thinks it's like, oh, you get HIV, then you get AIDS, then you're really fucked, and then you're probably dead, right? It's like, if, if it ever progresses to AIDS, you're kind of fucked. But AIDS has been a thing. It's been a general categorization of this thing that has been in the medical textbooks for forever. Yeah. Like, what you, you said you and what he just, just backed up. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's just that your body can't fight off disease because your cells are literally dying from whatever causes that to happen, which is a variety of it's not getting the resources it needs probably, 
or is getting yeah. poisoned by whatever resources like drugs or something. Exactly. Like, what were you going to say, Josh? So, so we have this generalized version of acquired immunodeficiency syndrome that's been around for forever. Nowadays, at least anytime I've heard the term AIDS, it refers specifically to HIV AIDS. What is the current categorization for um, just like a generalized immunodeficiency, immunodeficiency syndrome? Or are they just like broken up in a million categories or something? Or do they just not refer to it? I... I I'm um, assuming that they just don't refer to it in like general nomenclature for like because no one's hearing about this. No one in America like we're mostly obese. Like no one's getting AIDS because of malnutrition. We're only getting it because of uh, basically like the other things like partying and shit like that. I'm assuming, right, Aaron? I mean, obesity is still pretty uh you know bad for um. Immune no, system, but I know, but, sorry, but it's <clears throat> it, it's not giving you AIDS though, like. Well, <laughs> Dude, you don't even hear about people getting AIDS anymore. They just changed up the regimen of drugs that you get. And I'll get to that because what happened was once they caused this giant media scare for uh, because of AIDS, um, which they said affected the gay community the most. The gay community was the one that was getting AIDS. They were, people were wondering why they're getting AIDS. They were getting AIDS because it was late 80s Mid to late 80s gay dudes were, uh, I don't know, doing blow 24-7 and doing a bunch of uppers and sleeping around with like 8,000 different partners, which gets you really sick and flamed out by the time you're 40, and then you die. Like, that shit was happening, but it's not because it wasn't an STD. The transmission of HIV is like nothing. Like, the chance of you get even getting HIV transmitted to you from, like, I think they said from, like, anal sex, it's, like, 0.03% chance. Josh uh, actually yeah, from, pulled from, this up. Yeah. So, I, I pulled up the, the table from Wikipedia, um, and it's for, um, what, uh, insertive anal, anal intercourse, uh, no protection, 0.03%, and um, for receptive anal intercourse, no protection, between 0.04 and 3%. Um, but again, that's no protection. Yeah, it's it's not an STD. It's uh, again, it's a it's a. Well, let's let's like if, let if me it, go. If it's spread on mass, it would have to be you know blood transfusions, pretty much. But blood transfusions or like a oh oh, what's that? Um, sharing hypodermic needles for uh, taking drugs. Well, well, we'll actually get to what HIV causes soon. I. I more importantly, once they got everyone freaked out, which even when I was a kid growing up, it was like, oh, God, there's it's AIDS. Like memes came out of AIDS, like pools closed because AIDS, there was AIDS blood in the water, right? like shit like that. It just became part of your lexicon. Dr. Drew actually uh, talked about this on one of the podcasts, like uh, probably like a, a few years ago. Saying that he was like he worked with Dr. Fauci on the the AIDS epidemic, and he was like, our goal back then, our media campaign was to scare the living shit out of everyone about AIDS. He was like, that was our goal, and yeah. he was like, and we were wildly successful with that. <laughs> so I'm sure the media they campaign had good is yeah, right up there. <laughs> Just think of all the lives they saved. Yeah. So this is how they saved lives. They started giving out this drug called AZT, 
it starts with a Z. It's like Z, 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 Zedudorine. I, I can't pronounce drug names. It's never going to happen. So I'm going to call it AZT. And if you want to look it up, it's that. So AZT was a cancer medication that they discontinued because of its lethal toxicity. <laughs> if you started taking it, 100% of people taking it, a regimen of AZT, died within two years. Every time. What they claimed was that, so they ran one one study with it where they gave 150 people placebo and 150 people AZT, or it's like real close to 150, like one, I think it's like 157 or something, you know, whatever the number is. Yeah, an extremely small sample size. Yes, extremely small sample size. The people that were untreated died faster, but all, all these people had AIDS, by the way. So... Untreated people died faster than the people with AZT, and they use this to claim, oh, AZT will extend your life. If you have AIDS, this will at least let you live a little longer. And you still had a, you, it was like, once you got AIDS, two years, within two years, you are dead. So now I want to play the next clip. This is a Not woman who case. was, yeah, let's, let's, let's listen who to got more. HIV. Yeah, this is a lady who got, who tested HIV positive and joined a group called uh, Women at Risk. And she was on the board. There was 11 board members for this group, uh, Women at Risk. And let's listen to her testimony. I remember in 1992, after I first tested positive, I became involved in an organization called Women at Risk. There were 11 of us at the time on the board and involved in the group. All of us except three were on the medications. In the year and a half that I was involved with Women at Risk, every single woman in that organization on the drugs died. Every single one, except the three of us who weren't taking them. Jesus Christ. Huh. <laughs> that's just coincidence. I'm sure there are, there are other uh, That's a very, factors. very, okay, the science here is that that's a very small sample size, right, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. They, these are very uh, trusted, very well tested for safety uh, pharmaceuticals. So it's a hundred percent. That's like a yeah. It's a hundred percent. Doctor wouldn't prescribe people. it to you if they didn't yeah. know yeah. it wasn't. It was safe. Well, there was one study with three hundred people that showed that AZT helped you live longer. You still died. Yeah, but, but the scientific rigor, rigor. Did you like? Was this lady wearing a lab coat? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now let's listen to how AZT causes AIDS. By its definition, causes an immune, uh, an acquired immune deficiency. Uh, yes, an acquired okay. immune deficiency. AZT is highly mutagenic, meaning that it destroys the genes and cells, and has been shown to cause cancer in rodents. What? It targets the bone marrow where B lymphocyte blood cells are being made. These are the very cells an AIDS patient needs most for immunity. AZT destroys randomly bone marrow, kidneys, liver, intestines, muscle tissue, the brain, and central nervous system. Peter Duesberg claims AZT actually causes AIDS itself. What? AZT does, does directly causing AIDS and defining diseases. You know, AIDS is a lot of the things, but it doesn't cause Kaposi sarcoma, I think. But it does cause immunodeficiency. It was designed to do that. It was designed to kill human cells. In fact, the manufacturer says that uh, specifically that it can cause uh, AIDS-like diseases. The manufacturer, that is Boris Welcome, <laughs> says 
It is often difficult to distinguish adverse events possibly associated with Cedovudin or Cedovudin administration, which is ACT, from underlying signs of HIV disease. In other words, even they acknowledge, not just this book, that, CDV, uh, that ACT causes AIDS or AIDS-defining diseases. Jesus Christ! They, by the manufacturer, uh, we'll read that in a second. Go back to where they, they show the label there yeah. uh, for their warning. So, warning. Retrovir zidavudine, AZT, may be associated with hematologic toxicity, including granulocytopenia, and severe anemia, so that that uh, uh, that granulocytopenia uh, that will be uh, discussed later, and severe anemia, particularly in patients with advanced HIV disease. Prolonged use of retrovir has also been associated with symptomatic myopathy, myopathy similar to that produced by human immunodeficiency virus. Similar to HIV, a.k.a. what they were calling AIDS at the time. Rare occurrences of lactic acidosis in the absence of hypoxema and severe hepatomegaly. Yeah, I can't pronounce any of these medical terms. Uh, do, 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 uh, are potentially fatal. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that bottom part didn't matter as much, but yeah. it literally says it pro- it produces side effects similar to AIDS. For <laughs> for context as well, uh, I'm I'm reading up on it. And AZT it is prescribed as a, a prophylactic um, drug, so it'd be a, a preventative measure uh, as opposed to directly a treatment, and it. Uh, it acts by attacking the, um, the the DNA chains or the replication of that for the HIV virus. So it's it's, yeah, uh, it's intended a, it's to prevent DNA. it from re- replicate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whoa. Uh, it's actually Hold great. On. I love that you said that because <laughs> I have an amazing clip for that. Yeah. Go- <laughs> great clip for that. So let's talk about the side effects of uh, AZT. It terminates life. You terminate <laughs> DNA, you terminate life. And they talk about side effects in the insert. When are you going to learn there is no such thing as a side effect in medicine? It's an unwanted direct effect. And you know what one of the unwanted direct effects of AZT is? Pause it real quick. <laughs> uh, that's one of the greatest points ever made, by the way, that... You know how they always use all these, uh, like these Edward Bernays type uh, wordplay bullshit psychology to just trick everybody. Just calling the bad effects of a medicine a side effect. Oh, it's a side effect. Speaking, a, of- a side effect is a fucking unwanted direct effect. It is never a good side effect. They're never like, oh, side effect. But you could also classify it as a direct intended effect of the drug because it's like if you take this drug, these intended effects will happen to you right it's not <laughs> yeah but if it's bad it's well, a side effect I, I feel like a uh, side effect just means they didn't collect data uh, data on it and these are just it's anecdotal nope. um but uh speaking of side effects um I, I i checked and the current generalized term for immunodeficiency is a uh, immunosuppression um that's generally a side effect of uh, any number of drugs including some of the ones we're talking about tonight 
Of course they are. How uh, how curious. Oh, yeah. Wow. So huh. how when convenient. he says that though, that really let that sink in. When they do say side effect, that's just an effect. It's still an effect of the drug, and they know it's going to happen or could happen. And it's just because it's bad, they call it side effects, so you don't really think about it. Like, the drug doesn't really do that. It can just maybe do that. No, it does that. They just don't want it to do that. So you can't They would prefer that, that it, it didn't do that, but it does do that. So they got to tell you, know, you it does that. Fluoride salt is going to make your teeth stronger. But side effects may include Poison. mental retardation. Oh, yeah. You said the brittle bone disease and uh, maybe some uh, death, but, you know, that too. <laughs> yeah, your teeth might turn brown and fall out, but yeah, that's only if you got too much of it. We got the right amount, we promise. Do you want to roll so the anyways, rest of this clip? Have him, yeah, keep going. Lymphoma, cancer, one of the diseases of AIDS, as they call it. Oh, another so-called side effect, which is really an unwanted direct effect. Pancytopenia. You need a definition? Pancytopenia. Pan. All. Cyto. Cells. Penia. Loss of. Loss of all your cells. That's AIDS. That is the definition of AIDS. So AZT, by definition, by their own drug insert, causes AIDS. And nobody survives AZT. That will eventually lead to your death. And they've cut the dosage way down because it was killing them too fast. It's like giving somebody <laughs> a large dose of strychnine and they die within five minutes. And so the next person, you give them a, a, a few drops of it and they last four or five days and you say, strychnine's a wonderful drug. This person lasts five times longer. So is, <laughs> is this the uh, human equivalent of planned obsolescence? What the fuck is <laughs> no, you, Okay, you know, you know when, when a product uh, breaks right after the warranty expires? And you have to get a replaced. That, that sort of thing. Or like a product is supposed to, you know, the consumer grade sort of thing where um, the things like aren't meant to last. You have to buy new things constantly. Uh, that's the term, I right? I don't think I lessons? understand the point. The, the, oh, I'm the, the sure point it's is they the had term. To, it they sounded had to very calibrate, smart. Uh, calibrating the time of the breaking of the product, the person. That's, that's what, I, that's what oh, I'm referring oh. to here. I mean, basically, they're just poisoning you for money. They already got the, the trap in by making you believe that HIV was causing AIDS. And then the cure that they pushed out immediately after making it a fucking spectacle on the media is the thing that gives you AIDS. That is what the symptoms of AIDS were that everyone was dying from and all of a sudden don't anymore was taking AZT. Do they that's still prescribe gave, that's AZT? The AIDS. I think they do, but I just don't think at nearly the same dosage. Because that's why you don't have people just dying like crazy. And it's like pretty well known that it fucking will kill you. It is just poison. <laughs> I love this. Like, it's just it's so blatantly obvious that this drug that they were handing out back in like the 80s did not work. In fact, it was actually making things horribly, horribly worse. It's, it's basically like the AIDS version of, of chemo is what happened. Yeah, that's, it's not, like, it, it works you know, to an extent or it partially solves the problem by causing 10 worse problems. That's what it sounds like <laughs> it's doing. Alright, you guys want to know where it actually starts getting really fucking trippy and fun? 
Yeah, when, what, where? You're not having fun already? <laughs> well, here's the guy. So we already talked about the PCR test is how the PCR test is how they tested for AIDS. It's the same test as coronavirus. Yeah, pretty good. Guess for who a... was the face of treating AIDS and getting tested for it? Dr. Uh, Fauci. Magic Johnson. Oh, fuck no. off. No. <laughs> Dr. Anthony Fauci. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Magic Johnson. <laughs> I misunderstood what you were asking. <laughs> it's the same doctor running this scam as the one currently right now. It's not even a different guy. It's the same exact fucking guy. And they're using He's, the uh, same 40 years of process. experience in ep- <laughs> epidemiology. That's what I'm hearing right now. They're using the same testing process, too. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah, it's like now, cases, cases, cases. My, well, don't take my word for it that it's a scam. Let's listen to Dr. Kerry Mullis talk about when he he's the guy who invented the PCR test. This is one experience just... This is an interview with him back in the 90s after this whole AIDS nonsense and listen to what happened and how this got blown out of proportion go ahead and play this one the first time i really questioned it i was working on a project where we were measuring hiv in people's blood at this place called uh, specialty laboratories in santa monica i was just a, a, a consultant there i came in about three days a month and we were working on that and at some point we needed to re up our our grant from the NIH to work on that, and I had to write it. And so the first line of that was, HIV is the probable cause of AIDS. And I wrote that, and then I said, well, I need a paper, some kind of scientific paper, to reference that statement. Because when you make a scientific a statement like that, that's like a fact. So you need to say, here's how come I know that. Right? You put a little one. Hold on. Can, I'm, I'm pausing it just to interject real quick. The probable yeah. cause, they're they're mixing medical jargon with legal jargon with this for some reason. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if people point that out in your clips or anything like that, but I, it's very strange that they're doing this. That's not a medical whoa, whoa. term, probable cause. <laughs> not Bob, in the clips, you... but what I did point out already, they, they had to change it. Robert Gallo had to change it from HIV causes AIDS to is a probable is a probable cause of AIDS. Because he got sued for fraud yeah. by the medical community. I don't know exactly who in the medical community sued him. But he had to change his statement because he could not back up that claim that HIV caused AIDS. So it was a product It was a product of the legal system then. That statement came as a product of the legal system. Absolutely. Which, I mean, th- thank God, because the legal system is also known for their extremely high burden of evidence. <laughs> All right. Josh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> if it's the first statement you've made, and then you put down at the bottom of the paper, you have a one, and you say, here's a paper by somebody that describes why that statement's true. Right? And so I said, to, I said, well, what's that? I don't even let me think about it. What is that paper? Who do I go to for that? And I looked around. I asked a couple of virologists at that company, and they said, no, you don't have to reference I said, I have to reference that because I, I don't know where that came from. How do I know that? And it turned out that nobody knew it. There wasn't a scientific reference, like a, a paper that somebody had submitted with like experimental data in it and like logical discussion and said, here's how come we know that HIV is the probable cause of AIDS. There was nothing out there like that. Nothing. 
Ah, if only there were more uh, grant money and funding for these uh, research scientists to write papers. They're too busy. Uh, I felt uh, like the, on AIDS. him writing the 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 proposal to the NIH to get their like grant money was like kind of a tangent to like this whole thing. But he's like, I sat down to write this thing, and then he got into the whole dispute about the probable cause of HIV to AIDS. You know, <laughs> I mean, I've like, run into oh, that problem yeah. with work, like uh, at work, yeah. you're writing a writing a technical paper and like needing to find a reference for something and finding out that oh, oh shit we don't actually know that let's uh, go back to the drawing board yeah yeah citation needed basically he's sitting there yeah. just asking these like citation please <laughs> well wikipedia standards over here yeah um so that that was carrie mollis talking about how they didn't have a reference for why that why they said that they just said it that's it to sell a product that literally gave people aid. So, so did you just That's, like, send in the, the the grant proposal without a reference, without a citation there? Somebody fucking did. Like, okay. it might not have been him, but that's when he said it. Was like, that's, he was only a consultant that was there for three days a month. Like, and it, he wasn't and again, even... The guy that, that we just played that clip from, he is the guy that invented the PCR test. That so was so what does that mean? Because the, the PCR process has been around since the, the like, the 20s or 30s. Um, or that, that, like chemical process has been around or known uh what does it mean to invent the pcr test like the cycle machine or something i don't, I don't know yeah i think he's credited with the one that was he was the guy that was able to cycle it to like in to zoom like to keep enhancing it or whatever so to make it useful yeah okay so uh let's go back to carrie mollis him talking about our good friend Anthony Fauci, and this is him talking about him about Fauci about when Fauci was pushing AIDS. What what is it about humanity that 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 it wants to go to all the details and stuff and listen? You know, these guys like Fauci get up there and start talking. You know, he doesn't know anything really about anything, and I'd say that to his face, nothing. The man thinks you can take a blood sample and stick it in an electron microscope, and if it's got a virus in there, you'll know it. He doesn't understand electron microscopy, and he doesn't understand medicine. He, he should not be in a position like he's in. Most of those guys up there on the top are just total administrative people, and they don't know anything about what's going on at the bottom. You know, those guys have got an agenda, which is not what we would like them to have, being that we pay for them to take care of our health in some way. They've got a personal kind of agenda. They make up their own rules as they go. They change them when they want to. And they smugly, like Tony Fauci, does not mind going on television in front of the people that pay his salary and lie directly into the camera. You can't expect the sheep to really respect the best and the brightest. They don't know the difference, really. I mean, I, I like humans, don't, don't get me wrong, but basically there is a, there is a, there's a vast, the vast majority of them do not possess the the ability to judge who is and who isn't a really good scientist. I mean, that's a problem. That's a main problem, actually, with science, I'd say, in this century, because science is being judged by people. Funding is being done by people who don't understand it. Okay, who do we trust? Fauci? Fauci doesn't know enough to, you know. If Fauci wants to get on television with somebody who knows a little bit about this stuff and debate him, he could easily do it, because he's been asked. I mean, I've had a lot of people President of the University of South Carolina asked Fauci if he'd come down there and debate me on the stage in front of the student body because I wanted somebody who was from the other side to come down there and balance my, because I felt like, well, these guys can listen to me, but I need to have, so 
somebody else down here that's going to tell me the other side. But it was, she didn't want to do it. Huh. Jeez. I wonder why that debate never happened. Uh, because science debates are super nerdy and Fauci's super cool. This Definitely guy gets shoved in a locker by Fauci. I mean, that's a ratings nightmare. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> science debate on prime time? No way. Yeah, and going to uh, be called a liar right to your fucking face uh, is really bad for your AZT sp- uh, sales when uh, that just starts dropping people. I mean, it was probably like, you know, all the coronavirus stuff where they just gave it away for free, right? Right? Well, it was probably all government, yeah, government funded for sure, yeah. Yeah, that's why I said free. That, uh, yeah, I, I remember reading, I, in researching this topic, I did read an article about like AZT and the company. I think they said the company made about $100 million throughout the whole, uh, whole um, AIDS crisis. Oh, that's, that's chump change. <laughs> but you'll in today's uh marketing standard yes it is <laughs> when you look at pfizer today you're like holy shit 100 million dollars that's it like <laughs> oh god yeah did you see the thing uh i think i posted something about a chat the other day where um there's like a bunch of new billionaires in the last year and half of them are the pharmaceutical ceos including pfizer guy the pfizer guy <laughs> pfizer oh, oh. no <laughs> oh of course um and so I know a lot of people are going to be like... Yes, you can't put a price tag on human life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, at face value, though, if you just tell somebody AIDS, like HIV AIDS, is literally a hoax, you sound insane. And I get it, because it's been in the... The media has been telling you about it for the last, I don't know, uh, 30 years? 45 years, man. Wait, so, 35, excuse me. don't take it from me. Take it from the Nobel Peace Prize winner for discovering the HIV virus in the first place, Luc Montaigne, however you pronounce that French name. Go ahead, just play that with him talking about what HIV does, you know, while he's on camera being held liable for his statements. So let's, let's hear we what can he be expo- about that. exposed to HIV many times. Without being chronically infected, our immune system could get rid of the virus within a few weeks if you have a good immune system. If you have a good immune system, then your body can naturally get rid of HIV. Yes. If you take a poor African who's been infected and you build up their immune system, is it possible for them to also naturally get rid of it? I would think so. That's an important. That's an important. It's point. important knowledge which is completely neglected. You know. People always think of uh, drugs and vaccine. So this is a message which may be different from the, from the what you heard before, no? The closing? No, no. The, my, yes, my message is different from what uh, you heard from Fauci. Or, uh, yes. Yeah. It's a little different. Little different. Wow. <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh, <laughs> I mean... That makes sense. Like if uh, it would function like any other virus uh, pathogen that exists. Um, the my my, my follow up question to that is from you know, what I've been told growing up is that uh, the the AIDS condition, the um, not having that that or having a a uh, decreased amount, depleted amount of that one type of T cell, um, that's supposedly irreversible from. From what I understand, from what I've uh, been told growing up, is that is that the case? Uh, I, actually, no. 
No, there's there's no such thing as an irrevocable, like an irrevocable. Wow, I can't talk. Irrevocable. Is that what you're saying? Was yes. I'm Cut that cabbage. Okay, good. <laughs> now nah, he can keep it in. You can see everyone can see how retarded I am. <laughs> I'm I'm so tongue tied from trying to say all these goddamn medical terms all day. Yeah, I don't blame um, you to be honest. <laughs> um, so there's no such like you can like he said your body will just get rid of the HIV virus. Well, the- which yeah, sidebar real quick. Uh, there's a big debate between uh a, a lot of scientists of what viruses even really are. A lot of them think that it's a uh, it's basically a solvent that your cells make as it gets rid of like toxic material or as, as they're trying to like fight off disease as opposed to a thing that invades your body. That's why there's like literally billions of viruses in your body and of all different kinds. And sometimes you get sick and sometimes you don't. It's it's not. I've heard that theory before. Is. Yeah. Yeah, though the reason you don't hear it more is because uh, our brand new Pfizer billionaires uh, don't make money off of that theory because then you'd go back to homeopathy. Like, you know, like the Rockefellers killed back in the 40s, how we already talked about that. Um, so oh, that's not wow. really, uh, that doesn't well, get any grant money. So you you have to believe that viruses are this insane thing that attacks you from the outside. And the only cure is to inject yourself with like eight eight different kinds of poison. That's the only cure to viruses, which are already acknowledged to be billions of them in your body at all times. And the only cure is some expensive medicine that some asshole from some company is selling to the government to then sell to you so that everybody involved can get a bunch of kickbacks and money. Ta-da! It's a scam. It's been a scam the whole fucking time. <laughs> like we're kind of really a boring next season of Osmosis Jones, but um, the uh, <laughs> uh, but I was wondering as well. So so the virus, of course, you can uh, naturally fight back against, but the law uh, or the um effects of the virus, the the immuno uh, the AIDS immunodeficiency, uh, you know, effects whether it's caused by the virus or something else. If it's this specific effect of the the CD four plus T cells being depleted. Is that reversible? I I don't know because I don't know if the whenever you're at whatever level of T cells are you about like are you just about to die right there? Well, they're like <clears throat> almost dead. There is a single case of a, of a well, man. There's, three, that, there's like three stages. There there is a single case of a man that was cured of uh, HIV. Uh, he was HIV positive, and then he got. I think he was diagnosed with uh, leukemia. Um. And then, so he went off of his HIV medication and went immediately on to radiation therapy. And as time progressed, they realized that, like, the the levels, his immune cell levels never jumped radically when he got off the medication and onto chemotherapy. And then when he got off of chemotherapy, he just continued to, like, test uh, negative for HIV continually after that. So, like, the, the idea was, oh, he also got a bone marrow transplant. With bone marrow uh, makes blood and everything like that, white blood cells and all that. So, uh, what I, I think what doctors thought would happen was the the radiation therapy killed his last remaining um, uh, immune system, and then he had the bone marrow transplant, and it kind of like kind of restarted and reconfigured his immune system a little bit with that. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah. Well, 
Out. Kind of. You know what I would say to that? <laughs> uh, Josh, back to your the face of AIDS. Magic Johnson famously didn't take AZT, and that fucking piece of shit's still alive. Like, hello, guys. Uh, uh, wait, he's still alive. Freddie Mercury took AZT. Magic Johnson. Yes, he's still alive. I didn't, I didn't know, know Magic that. Johnson was alive. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he did not die. Wait, are did you some from, other basketball you really player die? The evil. <laughs> the wait, evil. You're from, the evil universe. He's from the evil universe. <laughs> Magic Johnson died of AIDS. Oh my god. Oh, Josh. <laughs> Bandana was red, everyone. It was a red rising sun. <laughs> no, actually, we, we found out between uh, mo- the, the, the Monday and Friday that it's blue. Um, very interesting. Josh, fuck look, up, look up pictures. You'll find it. <laughs> um. So, what, what I'm telling you is that HIV is probably in your body right now like you probably have hiv how much why it's there what it actually does i these scientists don't fucking know and the ones trying to actually find that out ain't getting any grant money because the people paying out those grants and selling the fucking drugs don't give a fuck about the truth or actual science they want people that'll say HIV virus causes AIDS and you have to take this because it's expensive and and it makes us a lot of money. I mean, because of science. Trust the science. Like, that's all that's that's all the medical industry has been for 80 years. The end. Here, you want to know how good this fucking test, the PCR test worked for AIDS that the inventor of already demonize Fauci for using as a test how if you just take a blood cell or a blood sample you can uh, see what virus is in there and tell if they have a disease and he said that's Wait. total bullshit yeah, yeah yeah play the next clip uh there where they had 30,000 Russians 30,000 Russians were diagnosed HIV positive and or no they were actually diagnosed with AIDS because of the PCR test saying that they were a certain level of HIV positive. And let's just hear what, what happened with that. 30,000 Russians who tested positive for HIV were then tested with another test that's supposedly far more accurate to confirm the positivity. And 66 out of 30,000 proved to be positive. That means that the test HIV is 99.997% inaccurate. You want to take a test that's... Th- Hold on, I'm going to backtrack there, because that was, uh... So, I, I want to interject very briefly. Um, from what I was reading, at least, there's an initial test for HIV that tests uh, for antibodies, and if that's positive, then they use the PCR test uh, for more precision. Is that what they're referring to with the 30,066? Aaron, I have no idea. Uh... Not sure right there, but the PCR test is not accurate. The guy that invented it said, you "Well, can't I, I use think." It to tell well, yeah, yeah, but like, hold on. That's why I want to replay the clip. Yeah, let's. That's why I want to replay the clip. God damn, go back to that. I know Josh talked it every time he said a number, so then you didn't hear any of the numbers. <laughs> numbers are exciting. <laughs> Means that the test HIV is ninety nine point nine nine seven percent inaccurate. You want to take a test that's three thousandths of a percent right? And you're going to rely on that? But that's what they're doing to people out there. 
They're taking a test that is not only invalid, it's totally misleading. In fact, when you get results like that, then I would say you're going to be more correct that if you're read as being negative, consider yourself positive. And if you're positive, consider yourself negative. By the way... <laughs> I think I Does that sound familiar to you guys? Does that sound like a familiar te like a testing... What's what's the what's on? the mango testing positive situation? Yeah, exactly. How many papayas uh, that's, got that's tested papaya, positive for me. AIDS? That's it. <laughs> Who has a goat to test? Everyone, hold on. I want to I want to replay this because I think he says what type of test it is. Real quick. Activity, and sixty six out of thirty thousand proved to be positive. That means that the test HIV is ninety. Okay, he just says test HIV. He doesn't say PCR test or anything like that. That's what I was looking for. I'm sorry. I mean, the, okay, so they say the HIV, the inventor of the HIV test is Carrie Mullis, and that test is the PCR test. So I assume when they're saying the HIV test, they're talking about the PCR test. The PCR test is how they find out you have a virus in you. Yeah. Because his invention of that was what let you magnify until you could see if they have the virus so Absolutely. i'm sure they did like a blood sample when okay i think what you're talking about josh is when they take your blood when you get like blood work done if you are under a certain white blood cell count then they have you take an hiv test yeah i think they do a generic std test and then if something's like anomalous they'll refer you to like the actual hiv test because I remember, like, yeah. the, one of the first times that I went in to get tested, they're like, uh, do, you, do you want an HIV test? I was like, oh, is it separate? They're like, yes. But he's, they, the, the nurse told me, she, she goes, we always get false positives. So if you get a, you can take it, but if you get a positive, you have to come in again and get another test. And if you get a positive again, then you probably have it. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know. It was just some nurse. Okay, no, that's 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 interesting. I, um, yeah, just wait. Wikipedia says the exact opposite, which is uh, you know probably questionable. Yeah, gee, uh, uh, Wikipedia says, uh, is just chilling for some corporation. Are extremely reliable, <laughs> pretty much. Of course, of course they are. Just like the PCR test. Just like the PCR test now for coronavirus. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. Completely reliable. Hundred percent effective. You don't get positive, negative, positive, negative, negative, positive if you take it six times. No, not at all. That's not how everybody has it. It's not just a coin flip. You know, if your girlfriend tests positive and you test negative and you literally are still like banging and you live together uh, and then you just never get it, that just is totally reasonable and legitimate. That test is great. I don't know what anyone could have a complaint about. So, so what I'm hearing is that there are fewer cases uh, than we were previously under the under the assumption of, which means a higher death percentage. Oh, goodness. That's. Uh, upwards of single digits of people are uh, who get the disease are dying. So I even have, it gets even more scandalous than that because they started using AZT as a treatment and they started killing everyone. They scared everyone into taking AZT, first off. That was like their first tactic. Scare everyone about AIDS. Take Get everyone to take AZT. Start to get all of them to die and scare everyone even more. And so uh, I actually... Outside of Aaron's research, I found another guy that was doing AIDS treatment back in the 70s. So I have a clip here as well. In the 1980s and 90s, Fauci controlled the war on AIDS, and miserably so. I was a, an important part of that. In fact, uh, this evening, 
Uh, we are premiering a new film from the Society for Investigative Independent Investigative Journalism that shows that at two different centers in New York, there was a successful treatment for AIDS, successful in the sense that a person would still be HIV positive, but completely healthy. There'd be no opportunistic infections or diseases. And AIDS is not a, a disease. AIDS is 30 different diseases that have already always existed. And, but in the presence of HIV, it's called AIDS. In the presence without HIV, it's called pneumocystis or uh, Kaposi sarcoma or thrush, etc. So this guy goes on to exactly like categorize where, like what he was doing back. I, I think he, I think he said back in the seventies. Hold on. I've been treating people with AIDS since 1974, 10 years mm -hmm. before the official announcement. And I was working with the leading gay physician, Dr. Stephen Kaiser, who didn't know what this was and couldn't help him with the medications. But, uh, he knew I was doing things with alternative lifestyle and I got them all well. Over 400 people I helped get back to good health, mainly by uh, natural, non-toxic uh, means, intravenous vitamin C, intravenous ozone, etc. Mm -hmm. In any case, mm -hmm. I also had a center, which was the leading holistic center in the United States. I had all board-certified physicians, nurses, dietitians, psychologists, etc. Well, during a 15-year period, we treated 1,200 people with full-blown AIDS, all sick when they came. During that 15-year period, they all remained healthy, got their health back. None died. Not a single one of these died. By the way, we never charged a single penny to a single patient, not insurance or anything. It was free. So, <laughs> you guys like that contrast? You, you either get to pick yeah. holistic medicine or AZT. <laughs> Which way? No, what's funny is, <laughs> this is the funniest part, is that they friends. already... <laughs> so, in the 70s, they were already wondering about the uh, effect of AIDS versus having HIV already. Yeah. In the 70s. And this guy took the the Gallo, that Robert Gallo, took a, a virus sample from France, from that Luc Montagnier or whatever, took a virus sample, said it's HTVL3, a variant of HIV, and it's the actual cause of AIDS because in the 70s, people who were HIV positive weren't just dropping dead. So they had to figure out <laughs> why some of them were dropping dead and not all of them. So they came up with a, a variant. Wow. How clever. What is it today? I feel like I've heard about just random variants explaining away all yeah, of did you the see bullshit. The, that the Indian, uh, the Indian strain of the coronavirus is now, um, their cases spreading in California. It's uh, Bob better be safe so glad it's a you're vaccinated wildfire out there thank god the actual wildfires will come and and burn those th that are infected and keep everyone away from us and all that it'll be great i'm looking forward to so like, summer I haven't in california mentioned this on the show but you guys know my love of tiktok uh, <laughs> it's it's the fucking best app but anyways uh that's another one that i've been running across is indian people being like uh look the streets are packed and busy no one's wearing masks no one's dropping dead everything's fine and normal yeah and it's just indian people doing video after video i've seen a ton of them where they're like 
Uh, don't believe the news because they're just lying. Okay, so <laughs> on the news part, I have two more clips from this guy that talks about his experience doing this. And A, he gets into uh, Anthony Fauci, and then the other clip he gets into the news media and, and the press conference that he attempted to hold <laughs> in his uh, treatment of uh, AIDS patients. And so we can say legitimately and scientifically, we cured AIDS. We also help treat AIDS so that a person was healthy, though still HIV positive. Now, why is that important? Because the person who would not acknowledge this was Anthony Fauci. The person yeah. who fought against any of this made, being made public, including where nobody came to a press conference where we had a 100 of these individuals with their medical doctors and their medical records and a board of scientists, one of those and one of the people on that board was David Patterson, Senator Patterson, New York, who would later become Governor Patterson. And he said, why aren't the mainstream people looking at natural non-toxic methods? Instead, Fauci was promoting AZT, arguably yeah. the most dangerous drug ever presented to a person with AIDS. And there were very few deaths before AZT. There was just a skyrocketing of deaths after AZT. There was even a drug Bactrim that would help knock out pneumocystis a form of mm -hmm. pneumonia in the lungs, he wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't advise it. And yet, had he advised it, because it worked, the number one cause of death in the first years of the AIDS epidemic would have been stopped. Uh, I'm, I'm just thinking that the uh, that <laughs> ACT being the most dangerous drug presented to someone with AIDS for um, something that can uh, transmit via bodily fluids, including uh, sharing hypodermic needles, is uh, quite a statement. ACT more dangerous than heroin. That's the joke. That, <laughs> that was deranged, Josh posting. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's one of my favorite parts about it is that they say like, oh, well, drug addicts got heroin. Got eggs guys got it because they were sharing needles, not because their bodies were shutting down from fucking heroin use. No, no, it wasn't that. It was the fact that they shared a needle and that virus that doesn't do shit to you, but we totally promise causes AIDS. But we'll never say it in a medical journal because we don't get sued for fraud. But it's the probable cause of AIDS. Yeah, yeah, that's what did it. Not your drug habit. If they admitted the heroin compromised your immune system, they might have to admit that the uh, the morphine and Vicodin and oxycodone that your doctor give you uh, also compromise your immune system, and that would be scandalous. Oops, you might have cracked the code there. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fucking poison. <laughs> I love it. I love because it's the same. It's the same tactic. They're using the same mechanism for COVID nineteen as they did with AIDS. They they freak everyone out. They they freak everyone out, and then they either give them no treatment or bad treatment to make things worse. Let's let's ring off well, all of the treatment that. for COVID that we that we've experienced. Ventilators. Yep. Oh yeah, made it worse. Everybody what else? On a ventilator was what like, what dying. else do we have? Because remdesivir, well, remdesivir has been knocked out of the market. That is no longer a treatment for COVID nineteen. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, Bob, it's worse than that. You, it's not a metaphor. This AIDS thing is not a metaphor for COVID, even though no, it it's like it. It's it's exactly the same. <laughs> not only is it exactly the same, it's the same fucking people. Yes, they're using the same test. It's the same doctor, doctor in quotes, that's pushing it. 
that already killed everybody with the cure, AZT. AZT. <laughs> and now we got the cure, which is the vaccine that they're trying to force down everyone's throat. If you take this shit from this fucking psycho, like, I can't help you anymore. Like, you. Aaron, am I going to die? Insane. <laughs> Did you get vaccinated? <laughs> yeah, if you get vaccinated, I guess it depends on how quickly. Fauci's really good at recommending shit that kills you within two years, so uh, we're in for a wild ride, boys. So I have one more clip with this, and I uh, I think it's the same guy, and I think he's referring to, I think he brings it back to COVID now. You can't have 7,000 journalists, including New York Times, Washington Post, etc., not show up not even comment that they were invited on three occasions by one of the top PR firms in America that we hired to do this, unless there's a concerted campaign to censor this and not allow that door to be open to show, oh, gee whiz, they're carrying all He's curing people with AIDS or getting them healthy, and no one's died. And that's when they jumped in. So, you know, then you must be an AIDS denier. I said, no, I'm the only person in the world that's cured AIDS. And I have the scientific validation, by the way, that's the documentary, independently done. Now, look today. We have necessary drugs that are non-toxic, uh, are more less toxic than an aspirin, including ivermectin. Over mm-hmm. 40 scientific peer-reviewed studies show it works. We have hydroxychloroquine with zinc and zithromycin. It works. And we have mm-hmm. over 220 of those studies. We have physicians who are mainstream, pro-vaccine. They, they, they're not, they're orthodox as orthodox can be. Outstanding reputations, MD, PhDs, head of uh, epidemiology at uh, one of the divisions of, of Yale. All of them are being attacked. None of their suggestions are being taken. They're actually making it impossible in some countries like South Africa to get ivermectin, which has been used there for decades to fight parasitic infections. Same was true for hydroxychloroquine. You can't get hydroxychloroquine in most states in America. That's Anthony Fauci <laughs> and the CDC. <sighs> it's all coming together, isn't it, Josh? <laughs> this is this is horrible, man. And like l- looking to what was the the CDC stat that it was ninety four percent of coronavirus fatalities involved two point six or more comorbidities. Uh, you, you know what that's pretty much saying is that, um, and you know, looking at all the the uh, parallel risk factors for you know, these the coronavirus deaths, it's just immune things that suppress your immune system. It's it's it, it doesn't. <laughs> oh my god! It's, it's my my brain is fucking exploding. Okay, that's, <laughs> they they have they have they, they gave us poison or they blocked all treatment in COVID and in AIDS. What are you going to say, Aaron? One of my favorite questions, just, you know, my one of my favorite wrap-up questions that I like to usually ask you guys. So, Josh, gun to your head. You have to be correct. Does HIV cause AIDS, yes or no? Not any more than any other virus or, like, any other factor. That's a big step. That's a big statement right there. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> what do you think? think it's starvation do you, do you think it's uh do you think a lifetime of malnutrition and starvation would more likely to cause someone to have aids than uh hiv infection or, or drug abuse yeah, yeah i mean if if you're immunocompetent like it seems like the human body's pretty good at fighting against pathogens um so 
yeah, if you kind of just compromise your body completely uh, via drug abuse, malnutrition, uh, or bad nutrition, that seems like a bigger factor. What are the two famous groups for getting AIDS the most? Black people and gay people. Africans. Not even Africans. And oh, gay Africans. Not okay. even just Africans and gays. Guess what? The Africans malnourished. The gays in the 80s. This is West Africa. Yeah. Kind of now. Uh, drug abuse. It's a very high drug use culture. Doing a bunch of blow at the gay club and having like 8 million partners. Like, well. <laughs> Ta da! That's how. That's not healthy. I mean, considering <laughs> how um, stri- straightforward the stats are presented, at least for transmission rates, yeah, it's it's not going to be a widespread epidemic type um, type disease through just gay sex. Like, what what's going on here? Yeah. So, so it's point zero three percent. So that's one in three hundred. No. No, no, point point, point zero three. One thirty thousand. One three thousand. Right? No, no, three thousand. Excuse me. Excuse me. No, uh, it's thirty. Th- no, no. One one in ten thousand is point zero one. So one in point oh three is three thousand. Thirty thousand. Yeah, I, I did the math. Three thousand. Yeah. Thirty three thousand. Yes, one in three thousand. One in three thousand people are transmitting this to other the, to their partners during sex in the gay community. Unprotected. Uh, does that sound like an STD? Or do you think maybe one in 3,000 gays are having their body shut down from excessive drug use? Probably one in 3,000 straights have their bodies shut down from drug use. I don't think that's an STD, guys. I think they just made it up. And one in 3,000 are just dying because that's a statistically insignificant number in almost any fucking case study you could ever do. Right? Am I wrong in saying that? No. I don't think so, no. <laughs> I think that's like one in 3,000 drivers probably die in car accidents. Like, I'm, I'm it's, pretty sure everything we ever learned about HIV, especially AIDS, everything. has been complete, like, like misinformation. Everything that we ever uh-huh, learned. Yeah. 100% of it. Like, holy shit. I can't. Yeah. After looking into this kind of stuff, I'm just like, I, I can't believe these things happened with like the AIDS epidemic and then the people that were involved with it, the AZT company made a hundred million, they made a hundred million dollars in that whole ordeal for killing people, for killing people. They made a hundred million (laughs) dollars back in eighties money. (laughs) That's 80s, 1980s money. That's insane. A hundred million people killing Africans and gays like Hitler would have. That's like a Hitler wet dream. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's, that's w- um was the CIA involved ultimately? <laughs> yeah, oh, no, Hit- Hitler did it and he's uh Darth Vader or Emperor Palpatine and uh fucking the US Fauci government does it yeah. and he's a hero. Yeah. <laughs> no, so so I'm learning more and more and more every week that the American government is so much more er, so much more effective at doing Hitler and doing Stalinism and whatever than the originals because that, that was my that was my backup thesis or like my my alternate conclusion my secondary conclusion to um the twitter drama's real intersectionality topic is the the degradation of culture um and uh you know news media and all of that 
but it's it was done very gradually throughout the 20th and into the 21st century and like we we at least we in the US we say that corporations and media are separate from the government and we like label it differently here and again it's it comes back to uh, you know the, the AIDS and coronavirus stuff where it, it's fraudulent by these organizations supposedly trusted organizations etc cetera, etc cetera. it's it's not, not honestly it's worse than that. It's I'm sure always it been exactly as bad as it is now. And you just get to see it in real time and actually hear from all the people that you normally would never have gotten to hear from. You get to hear firsthand accounts from people. And in the 80s and 90s, you didn't get to hear that unless it was like your neighbor. You had one anecdote that you could use to put up against these studies handed down to you from the CDC to say that, you're definitely going to die, but if you take AZT, you can live two years. And they go, fuck, I guess I better take this. And that's the thing that killed you in the first place. And you have no way to stop it other than eight to, than a, one anecdote from one guy, maybe, if you know him. Because there's no platform for you to get that from. We're seeing it in real time now, but it's always been this corrupt. It, the more we look into it, dude, I mean, the more shit we look into... They fucking faked a natural... They faked the Dust Bowl. Like, that That was in the 30s. They pushed the Holocaust numbers 40 years before the Holocaust. This, this they already was, had the number. All of this data was very easily accessible to us. When are they shutting down the internet? They already are constantly. They have AI just cut it, shutting it down as much as they can. That's in motion, definitely. Yeah, I, I when what is the, the turning what what is the watershed moment the turning point in uh, the event horizon of shutting down the internet internet? Maybe you'll find they're out. They're not shutting it down; they're controlling it. They they're taking over it. Maybe you'll find out next week on. Okay, hear me. Okay. Out. <laughs> yeah, but Josh, they they have already. They've already sh- they've already shut down the internet. It takes you having to be willing to actually search for information objectively look at what people are saying and stop looking at just accreditations because those accreditations are coming from people who are fucking evil. Um, and, and just re- doing some critical thinking on your own. And you just look up, you just have to look it up. It this took me two hours to look up. It, it's not that much research guys. Just start looking into it and stop taking everything at face wait, value. Wait. But those two hours I could have watched the friends reunion twice. This is not worth it. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I didn't mean to date this episode. <laughs> but that's the that's the whole point. It's just you just research some of the stuff and do some critical thinking. And and if I have one tip, just if you look up a topic, see what the first like ten Google search results are and what they're saying, and just assume from the start that that's definitely not it. And then find the other opinion to it. Like, whatever those first ten results are is absolutely not the correct take. Whatever it is. And and really look. Cause trying, to, it's trying to find those Dr. Obvious. Trying to find those Dr. Mullis um, interviews about Anthony Fauci and stuff like that is... Man, if you use Google trying to, trying to search for those videos, it, it's not the easiest thing. Like, it's not just like... Uh, um, Dr. Mullis calls Anthony Fauci like bad at science. It's like you're not going to find it in any search. This episode of OK Reality yeah. has been brought to you by DuckDuckGo, the <laughs> privacy-oriented search browser, search engine. It's uh, 
it, it, all of your information is very carefully curated um, as much as well as they can do it. They, they try their best. It used to not have to be that way. They used to be able to just curate it by owning all of the means of media in the first place. Um, the internet changed that. And now you see and your people are like, wow, it's really fucked up. It's like, no, it was always that fucked up, but everyone was well behaved because they didn't have to worry about an alternative opinion. Oh, dude, you guys need to listen so, to the, the Mysterious Universe from the other day. There's some cool like audio uh, voice recognition technology stuff that's like controlling all technology around us. It's cool. Okay. So, um, sorry. But uh, oh, so we have our Area 51 voicemail. I'm glad that you guys got to learn about how AIDS is. Well, uh, <laughs> it's AIDS has always been gay. But now it's definitely fake as well. Was AIDS an alien <laughs> virus? Was it transmitted from aliens to, to people? Maybe our voicemail will let us know, actually. Oh, great. Area 51 was an incredible light gun game. Um, it came out in 95. It was had more action than, like, lethal enforcers, um, which was also pretty cool and fun. And uh, it, it was cool because, like, there were so many, like, secrets locked into it um you know if you shot different shit you could unlock different areas and uh power ups and such um the midway the sequel <laughs> maximum force was not quite as good or the spiritual uh successor um area 51 was a tight game and the uh the playstation and saturn ports were good as well i mean fucking 10 10 hell yeah uh, check out the Let's Play of Area 51 on OKHMO Gaming on YouTube. Or Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the UFO episode. Well, we did promise. Area 51. Yeah, we promised an Area 51 episode. <laughs> yes, Area 51, episode 51 of OK, Hear Me Out. Thank you for listening. And in Orange County, an x-ray technician has died after getting his second dose of the Pfizer vaccine. We're learning more tonight about the mysterious death of a man who died just hours after getting the COVID-19 vaccine. Local woman says her mother died two days ago after receiving the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. State health officials are investigating after an elderly man dies shortly after receiving a COVID vaccine. Last month, a Tennessee woman who was left partially paralyzed after getting her second dose of the Pfizer vaccine is often walking again. The Orange County Coroner's Office is investigating the death of a woman who passed away several days after getting her second Moderna vaccine. We we'll began tonight, though, with a West Michigan mother's death. 11 days after receiving the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Concerns around the safety of the AstraZeneca vaccine have been realised here in Australia, with medical experts confirming the death of a Central Coast woman is likely linked to the jab. So far, 10 people have died in India within one to five days after getting the jabs. The sudden death of a former Detroit anchor and media executive brought loved ones and colleagues together today. The Detroit media icon was found dead at her home last Tuesday by her husband just one day after taking the COVID-19 vaccine. But the official cause of her death is still unknown. A volunteer in the trial of the COVID-19 vaccine being developed by AstraZeneca and Oxford University has died in Brazil. We are investigating the death of a South Florida doctor who passed away two weeks after getting his shot. Well, it made headlines for all the wrong reasons, didn't it? But authorities in Norway are investigating the deaths of at least 33 elderly Norwegians who received Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. It's dealt a blow to community confidence with concerns raised around the vaccine safety. You've got mail. What the fuck?